0: Welcome to the Divorce Coaches Academy podcast with co founders and hosts Tracy Callahan and Deborah Doak. Each week, we tackle another tough topic to help professional divorce coaches maximize client impact and cultivate thriving practices. We also want to spread the word about the expertise and value that certified divorce coaches bring to the table. At DCA, we are committed to ongoing learning and we value generosity among divorce coaching professionals. We believe that when one succeeds, we all succeed. Welcome back to Divorce Coaches Academy podcast. I'm Tracy and here with my good friend and partner, Deb. And today we're talking about how do you explain what it is that you do? So I'm sure you've heard this before. You're a divorce coach. What? What do you do? What's that? I've never heard of that. (laughs) Huh. <laughs> right. These are familiar, I'm sure, extremely familiar to all of you as we have journeyed down this road and really trying to define what it is we do to speak a language, to develop our messaging strategy and be really clear on how we are communicating what it is we do how we're trained what our experience is the services that we offer those amazing transformational benefits while being extremely specific in our targeted language to the audience and who and to whom we are speaking right right that question packs a lot
1: of punch what do you do you're a divorce coach what's that it's really important how we answer that question For two reasons. One, uh, we did an episode a few weeks ago on how do you advocate for the profession? How you answer that question plays um, reflects on the profession. Absolutely. Right? So how you answer that either advocates for for the profession or doesn't. So that's number one. And then number two, we talk all the time about grassroots marketing. So you have the opportunity to maybe not create a sale right there but plant a seed. Yes. So how you answer that question really matters.
0: Yes. And that strategic messaging strategy exactly that convincingly answers questions about your services. Right? And and I think one of the challenges what we often get caught up in in the professional practice of divorce coaching is we do a lot Right, There's a lot of amazing things we do. We work with clients along a a really large continuum from thinking about getting divorced, the should I or shouldn't I, to those clients that maybe have been confronted with some trauma and betrayal and now find themselves engaging in that decision making process of moving forward with divorce, to those clients who maybe were just served papers and feel like they got punched in the stomach and they have no idea what the hell to do, to those right. clients who are just completely emotionally overwhelmed and immobilized by the process and can't move forward, as well as to those clients who, okay, are, are, are pretty set in their process, but are preparing for mediation or preparing to engage in negotiations and what's this more, to, to everything in co-parenting. I mean, right there, that was a mouthful, right, Dab? I mean right. That's a so that's a, a mouthful.
1: And when somebody asks you, divorce coach, what's that? I I want us to remember it's somebody, it's it can also be similar to somebody asking you, how are you? How much do they care? Do they simply want you to say, I'm fine? Or do they want you to say, I could tell you guys, I'm at the, I'm at the tail end of COVID and I have hives today and, <laughs> well, you know, and that's all true. How much do you care to hear about that? Okay. Or do you just want to hear, I'm doing good. I'm having a great day. Yeah. So the one thing we, I recommend is have a 15 second, no more than 15 second elevator speech. Now you might tweak this depending on who's asking the question. Yeah. But this is your short answer, and if they want to know more, they will ask more. But if you come out with verbal diarrhea of yeah. "I do this and I do this and I do this and blah blah, blah blah blah," you lost them. You lost them. The person stopped listening, and you did now. You didn't achieve either of your goals. Yeah, you didn't advocate for the profession, and you didn't plant a seed for sales. Absolutely. So, what does an elevator pitch sound like? Here's what it sounds like: fifteen seconds or less. As a divorce coach. I help you fill in the blank. People that have this problem, be specific with your niche. I help people that have this problem learn to fill in the blank, get this skill, change this way, acquire this knowledge so they can fill in the blank, get this result or get this outcome. Right? The goal of coaching is action, forward motion results and outcomes. So I help sales is helping people who have problems. I help people who have this problem, learn to do this so they can do that. Right. 15 seconds.
0: Yes. Clear, concise language. And if they
1: want to know more, they'll say, wow, that's
0: cool. Tell me more. And And then you can blah, 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 blah. And that's the goal. The goal is, is for that language to entice yes. additional questions, right? Yeah,
1: appetizer,
0: Absolutely.
1: give them an appetizer.
0: Get them interested, right? Tell me more, I'm fascinated. That mm-hmm. sounds amazing, right? And, and such a big piece of that is what is that unique value, right? That That transformational benefit, right? What is it that you do that helps those people with those problems, right? Right. And we know those those really, really, really attractive terms, right? I'm going to put the first one out there. As divorce coaches, we save clients money. That's that's a huge one, right? It might matter something we want to talk a lot about in divorce because we're always talking about our feelings in divorce. But the reality is Mm -hmm. one of the major impacts of divorce is the financial implication to that client, right? Right. So we're saving them money.
1: Saving them money. I say one of my taglines is I help people make hard decisions they feel good about. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So- The other thing is you might want to have a few versions of this elevator speech.
0: Yes. Extremely because
1: right. It depends who asks you the question. Yes. Is it an attorney? Is it a mediator? Are you talking to your massage therapist? Are you talking to a neighbor at a cocktail party? Mm -hmm. So this, I help people who have this problem. That's the pain point. Yeah. And you want to identify the pain point that's going to resonate with the person you're talking to. Absolutely. So what does an attorney care about? An attorney cares about somebody who is organized. Right. Ready to make decisions.
0: Yeah, credible. Right?
1: Credible. Ready to come in and do the work of divorce. Ready to communicate with them in yeah. a strategic effective way. Yes. What are the things you need to say you do? If an attorney asks you those questions,
0: right? And this is where language is so important, Deborah, in the words that we use as divorce coaches to the audience we're speaking with. And you know, again, I, I, I as most of you know, we really at Divorce Coaches Academy, in embrace the concept that the practice of divorce coaching is a form of alternative dispute resolution. We use coaching. As a vehicle, a method to be able to implement the practice of alternative dispute resolution. So when we are speaking to attorneys, we're speaking to other divorce professionals. We have to be speaking language that ourselves is credible. It's professionally grounded. And and there is, we often lose, and we know this from speaking to some leaders in the field, that attorneys get lost in the word coach, right? And 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 there's there's nothing wrong with coaches and the work that coaches do, but it does have somewhat of a negative connotation with some other professionals in the divorce space because they don't recognize the credibility, right? So, mm-hmm. how, as divorce coaches, are we conveying that information, that message, our training, our experience, our professional practice that they can hear, mm-hmm. right? That they can recognize and see, okay, it's not all you know, fluff.
1: Correct. It's not just talking about um, feelings and doing feelings inventories and values and um, coaching. The coaching principles themselves are very valuable. Absolutely. But in divorce, we're breaking a legal contract. We have actual work and really hard decisions to make. Mm -hmm. And so what do we bring to that? This alternative dispute resolution. You know, I just started um, the end of August. I think this will post up probably the middle of September. So just a couple of weeks ago, the next training session on conflict coaching, that's something, alternative dispute resolution. We help clients de-escalate conflict. Yeah. What mediator or attorney... Or guardian ad litem or other divorce professional that's part of this team, CDFA, would not want you to be bringing a client to them who is prepared to de-escalate instead of escalate conflict.
0: Right, right. And and, and those skills that we work with clients, right? We say them all... Time, emotional management, right. conflict communication style, conflict management style, right? All of these communication strategies. How is the client showing up? So mm-hmm. when we can speak that language with other professionals, agreed, right? They're yes. able to see the value. Mm-hmm. The services that we offer in our mes- messaging strategy when we are articulating that process for them. and and a, a key piece it, absolutely in the advocacy of the profession.,
1: mm-hmm. right. So speaking to that person, so taking that elevator speech, right, honing it, maybe having a couple versions, and practice it. Have that down. With your muscle memory, just like I work with clients on scripts, so that when they get the pushback from their co parent or their spouse or their ex, and they're kind of triggered or nervous and they don't know what to say, they've got that Mm -hmm. down. Yeah. Do the same thing for your elevator speech. Have one for the neighbors at the cocktail party, have one for industry professionals. Yeah. Have, you know, have two or three versions and nail them yeah nail them so that you can just from memory reel that off yeah. and if if you've done a good job of crafting your 15 second elevator speech they will say that's so cool do you xyz or how do you xyz or tell me more yeah and then you've done your job
0: Absolutely. And and you know, just to reiterate, that audience, who are you speaking to and being prepared exactly like that, Deb? Maybe there's three or four groups of people, right? That you are speaking to. Right. Yep. And and that all of them should have different kind of language that's relatable to them, that they right. can understand, they can comprehend, they mm-hmm. can connect with. Right. right? they are going to sound a little different. Still, the intention and your brand is the same. That marketing messaging is the same. You're not changing it. You're just using language that's more relatable to that audience. To that audience. And then
1: let's talk one more thing about this elevator speech or the language that you're using. Reflective practice, Mm. a feedback loop. If you've written your little script and you've been out in the world and you've been using it for a few months and nobody is asking you, tell me more. Hmm. hmm.
0: Reevaluate. Reevaluate,
1: <laughs> right? <laughs> Reflective practice for ourselves is really important. So the fact that you've written it and you're trying it out is amazing, but is it working?
0: Yeah. Yeah, is are you working? being successful? Again, what is that benchmark? What's the key metrics exactly that you're doing? You know, we we speak a lot about this the intention, right? Being purposeful in our business practices as divorce coaches extends so far across uh, the spectrum—it's—it's—it's it's, it's so important and often a piece that divorce coaches miss, mm-hmm. right? To really be intentional and in establishing clear procedures, uh, review practices, monitoring, tracking of what they're doing—is it working, right? So yeah, if people aren't saying, "Tell me more, Dab. if you're not catching that, uh, you know, the interest of an attorney when you just spoke with them. What, what wasn't working, and I'm going to go as far as this: it is also important to have a follow up, right? I I have nothing against you know following up and saying, hey, was there something that you didn't hear that you wanted to hear? Could I have made something more clear, right? Don't be don't be afraid to do that. And reflective practice, I think we can also be asking our audience, right, or somebody right. Who you're speaking to. Did that make sense? Did I not effectively communicate? Did I? Was there something that you have a need for that I could have more clearly or effectively mm-hmm. shared with you? Right. And, and that's that's part of knowing your audience, right? Part of knowing not your audience. Being afraid to to ask.
1: Right. Right. It sounds like what I just described didn't land with you. Yeah. <laughs> right?
0: right. Yeah. But I
1: I can I can tell you that I get great results and the clients that I work with, attorneys notice the difference. So yeah. help me understand what I didn't communicate well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. How could I have done it better? Right. right. We see, we see this with, you know, I, I, I have the pleasure of having a new college grad who just went through the, uh, interviewing process of trying to land a job and Absolutely. You know, one of the things that they encourage uh, people to do now is go back. If for some reason you didn't get offered the job that to write a thank you letter and ask if there was anything that they would recommend or things that you can continue to develop and grow on in your process uh, of interviewing or sharing your story. So I think as professionals, especially within this space, as we're continuing to share the word about what we do. Ask those questions. Mm-hmm. If, it's, if it's not landing, if it's not working, if it's not accomplishing the goals that you set out for in terms of delivering this messaging strategy, what what what, what? how are you gonna know? Like I I, I might not know, right? right? I'm gonna have to find out what do I not know? Mm-hmm. Right. And let cool. me let me do an assessment of that
1: right because one of the things and this is true with any kind of messaging whether you're working on your website or writing a blog post or writing an email or writing a tech manual when you are so deep in your own process and your own knowledge you often can't communicate it in a way that a party who isn't familiar with it will understand it so that's why that's so important and and so if you are if you want to run your elevator speech by somebody Run it by a friend who doesn't understand what you do. Absolutely. Run it by a family member who doesn't have a clue what you do that's never been through divorce, doesn't know anything about divorce, and say, give me feedback. How did this land with you? Did this make sense?
0: we can't function in a silo, right? And and for so many of us, we talk about this, we're solopreneurs. We right. are functioning independently. So who's your sounding board, right? And and again, I want to share, you know, Divorce Coaches Academy offers a reflective practice group and a case consultation group. And not only do we review cases, but we also talk about some business strategy, and and sharing amongst a community of individuals and being able to hear feedback, right? And provide feedback Extremely important in our professional development. Absolutely. And that's why we called it
1: a case consultation and mastermind group, yes. because it's both. You can bring your cases that feel complex and overwhelming, or you're frustrated that you're not getting the results that you'd want, but it's also a mastermind in that we want to help you succeed. We want to help you get to the next level. So what do you need? How can we help? How can we as a community brainstorm together and reflective practice and feedback is part of that. You're holding a mirror up to your client and asking them to hear your feedback and make changes. And so why would you not need to be in the same position?
0: Yeah. I mean, I really, really am pretty aggressive on this position. My question to divorce coaches are, if you are not in some form of case consultation, reflective practice, mastermind, why not? Right? Right. Why not? Because you really should be. If you're going to continue to practice in this space, you should be. And part of developing your messaging strategy, they all they all are pieces to this puzzle that are extremely important to your success right. as a divorce coach.
1: As a divorce coach. And when we say mastermind, I don't mean mastermind with other kinds of business professionals where you're talking about masterminding your social media strategy or how to start a group program. That doesn't have to do with divorce coaching and the advocating and being professional in this space and how to be successful in this space. Yeah. So I want to, I'm throwing that out as differentiating it.
0: Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, for sure. An okay. important factor.
1: Good. All right. So how do you describe what you do as a divorce coach? You need to be intentional about your messaging. This is not a casual conversation because the first 15 seconds, that come out of your mouth, determine what that person thinks about the profession, advocacy, and plants a seed for your sales, grassroots marketing. It's really important to think about what you're going to say. Serve up the appetizer, see if they want to order the entree. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. And if that appetizer is good, I'm telling you, they're going to want to go for the entree. They're going to want to go the entree
1: and hopefully the dessert and the fish course and the whole whole menu. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, thanks for hanging out with us today to talk about how to describe what you do as a divorce coach. And we'll be back next week with a, I'm sure another exciting topic and Tracy and I'll talk it through. So hopefully it'll help you with your practice. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thanks for joining us for the Divorce Coaches Academy podcast. If you enjoyed today's show, please give us a rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting app. It helps other divorce professionals find us and add to the conversation. And don't forget to follow us on social media to be the first to know when we add new classes and events. We'll be back next week with another topic to help you maximize client impact, create a thriving business, and promote the value of professional divorce coaching.